At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. Howdy, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. There's a topic that I've been wanting to talk about, and that topic is betrayal. So let's have a look at it. Let's have a look at what betrayal is and what it means. It's a tough one. It is a really tough one to deal with. And it's the type of thing where people can go their entire life, uh, 30, 40, 50 years past a betrayal, and still really, it still stings. So I get it. I understand. And let's talk about it a little bit. Let's start with uh, when I was a young feller. There was a pretty big betrayal that happened in our family. And uh, as big as it gets from another family member. And what happened was our family, our immediate family, we lost everything. My dad was in pretty good shape. And there's actually different levels of the betrayal. It was the government policy at the time that uh, turned everything upside down. And a lot of people lost everything in the early eighties, but um, we lost it all. House was foreclosed on everything. And the last little bit that we were hanging on to, to survive financially, a family member that my father was partners with um, while we were drowning, basically stepped on my dad's head. <laughs> to make sure that he drowned fully. So we lost it all. I saw everything that I owned get auctioned off on the driveway. We were ducking uh, behind the window with the lights off because we'd see the process servers come to give us our court summons. And it was brutal. And it was uh, the <laughs> how the betrayal happened, basically, is that they covered their own butt and threw us under the bus. And we were the ones that lost everything. The family member that survived and did quite well and retired quite young. Uh, they didn't suffer financially at all, but my family was destroyed and never really did recover. Uh, matter of fact, it was so bad that uh, we, when we lost everything, we ended up living in my uncle's basement. Um, so our family of four with their family of six for um, about 10 months, one bathroom. <laughs> and, um my mom has never got over that and here she is she's just turned 84 and that betrayal still bothers her how could they how could you do that to us and uh, and it goes intergenerational my sister isn't good with it she's still mad i'm not mad i'm not mad at all because what really happened there what really happened there is that this family member showed us who he truly is when i was a real estate agent <laughs> i used to uh say that to know whether or not you can trust somebody, to really see who somebody is, put $10,000 on the table. Now, if it is legal for you to take that, that uh, $10,000, if it's legal for you to take it, but it's immoral, you'll find out who somebody is. So if it's legal, you're not breaking the law to take that 10 grand, but it's quite clearly the wrong thing to do. The people that take that 10 grand, ah, so you're a scoundrel. You don't have character. 
You took it because you could. That's always been the measure for me is $10,000. Well, recently in my life, somebody that I served with, somebody, uh, a man that I, I cared about, I trusted completely. I trusted him with my life, <laughs> with the lives of my children. Um, in this case, it was 20000 bucks, but he took it. It was on the table and he took it because he could. And it was far, far more than, than just the, the money. And he took it because he could. Now, why did this hurt so much? It hurt. Like, I've never been so gutted. I think the only other time that hurt that much is when I lost my first marriage. That was brutal. It felt like a death. Well, this fella, he was such a good friend. Um, at least I thought he was. <laughs> I trusted him completely and totally. Um, the stages that I went through with this are the same stages that anybody goes through with betrayal. Uh, first is the idea of, how could you do that to me? I thought we were friends. No, that one hurts. And what you're really saying there is like, hey, I would never do that to you. You know, but, uh, the idea of how could you do that? What we're really saying there is how could I have not seen you for who you are? How did you fool me for seven years? How did I not see that this is the person that you are? I thought you were better than this. So admitting that the friendship was never real in the first place, because that's really what it means. If they'll betray you at one point, then that was always the case. It just the opportunity finally came up, uh, came along. So you trusted for all these years just to find out, oh, once the opportunity is there, well, God damn it. <laughs> uh, you are not the person I thought you were. I thought I could trust you no matter what. And I was wrong. And, and that, that is so difficult. But when we understand what we're really feeling there, it's a feeling like, oh, you fooled me or I wasted all those years, however long that friendship was. In this case, it was about seven years. And that idea that, oh my God, I've been suckered. And then there's the insecurity that comes with that. It's like, who else is fooling me? So you get a little bit maybe suspicious. <laughs> and one of the things people might do in this situation, and we've all gone through this at some level, right? but is pulling back and becoming less trusting and isolating yourself from other people because you don't want to feel that hurt again. You see it in any kind of relationship, whether it be a, um, a friendship or a marriage. I've run into more than one dude that was a confirmed bachelor. He's like, yep, nope, not doing that again. <laughs> Just hurts too much. And um, I'll never be in a relationship with a woman again or anybody else for that matter. So. You see these people and, and they hold back because the, the pain of the betrayal, the pain of that loss of that relationship is just too damn much and they can't do it again and they're not going to risk it. But then look what that person that betrayed you really took. Not only did, you, did they take your relationship with them directly, but you are now empowering them to take it all to take future relationships from you. So they not just assassinated your friendship, they assassinated all your future friendships. And you are the one that, that's given them that power because you are deciding to isolate. It's interesting when you look at it that way. 
one of the things that um, has helped me get past this is all the pain that I was feeling, the pain, the betrayal, the immense sadness. When I realized, oh my God, not only did you take this away from me and the the physical items, the, the monetary items, but not only did you take this friendship away from me, I'm allowing you to take my happiness, to take my trust of others, to take my ability to socialize. I'm allowing you to take all this from me as well. Well, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not going to give you that power over me. And back to my mother. If my mother could only understand, I've tried everything I can to, to help her get there, but she is giving the person who committed the betrayal dominion over her. And he's dead now, by the way. <laughs> he's not even alive. And she's still mad. She's mad at a ghost, mad at a dead person. But she is giving him power over her, even in death, even past the grave giving him power over her, over her happiness, allowing him to steal not only our house and, and everything that we owned, but steal her happiness in her present moment, even after his death. So that has helped me realizing that it's me that's allowing, that's giving up my power by staying angry, by being, allowing myself to be a, negatively affected, damaged in any way, that's on me. What they did is on them, and it's not about me. What they did to me, I didn't deserve. I didn't have it coming. I didn't deserve betrayal. I deserve better than betrayal. I'm an honest guy. I'm a faithful guy. Therefore, that's what I deserve in return. Now, I haven't always <laughs> been these things in my life. There's a couple of people that uh, know some of my deep, dark secrets, and they know some of the things I've done um, uh, in years gone by. Well, I'm not that guy anymore. I'm a better man. So I'm not, uh, just in case anybody is rolling their eyes right now that knows me really, really well and thinks me to be a hypocrite, I'm not. I'm not at all. I've been an imperfect man on several occasions, but I'm better and I'm not that person anymore because I've decided not to be because I don't like that person. I don't like that person at all. I like the person that I am now and have been for the last eight years. And that's integrity to myself, to treat myself with that kind of respect, which still puts us in, in this world of betrayal because if I'm allowing myself to be damaged, that's a lack of respect and character for myself. I can point my fingers at the other person all day long. You did this to me. Well, you know what? There's a phase in, in the whole process where it's okay to do that for a little bit, to point the fingers and say, you son of a bitch, you did this to me. How could you do this to me? Yeah, that's, that's a phase of the five stages of loss or grief. And that's okay. But if you stay there, you're screwing yourself over because you're staying in the victim state forever. It's part of the acknowledgement process to say, you son of a bitch, you did this to me. How could you do that? You just have to move past that stage, put that aside and realize, okay, this is difficult, 
but I've been fooled. You are not the person I thought you were, and you never were. You're a son of a bitch, and I didn't know it. Also try to recognize that your life is now better without them. It truly is. Because at some level, whether you're conscious of it or not, if there is a disloyal person in your life that wasn't a real friend, it was, a, it was um, false the whole time through, if that's the case, you deserve better than that. You deserve a real authentic friend. And the more time you spend with the wrong person, the less room you're making for the right person. It's the same with any relationship. If you're in a toxic marriage, if you have toxic parents, if you have a toxic, any kind of relationship, it's only you that has the power to stay in that relationship. Just you. If you allow yourself to stay in it, and that's kind of the gift of a big betrayal, actually. All of a sudden, the opportunity comes up, the betrayal happens. Oh, well, good thing I found out now instead of later. Now you're aware that, oh, okay, I get to break this off now. Because you are not the person I thought you were. This sucks. I spent a lot of time with you, a lot of time invested. We had a lot of good times, a lot of smiles, a lot of laughs. And I'll miss it all. I'm also grateful for it all. For the fellow that betrayed me in such an unspeakable fashion, I value all the great times that we had. Because although he was a time bomb waiting to go off, we still had a great time. We still had wonderful laughs and, and a lot of great moments, and, and it was good. It just turns out that I had more faith in him than he had in himself, that I treated him with more respect than he treated himself, and that he treated our friendship. So that's okay. Now, he has to go through his life knowing what he did, and I get to go through my life knowing that I'm free of a toxic person. It's a good trade, and I'm glad it happened. Anyway, that's me on betrayal. And I hope some of this is useful to you. I hope it resonates with, uh, with you at some level because everybody, everybody goes through betrayal at some point. Everybody goes through betrayal at some point. And it's a son of a bitch. But it's on you whether or not you let it continually dog you. If you let it continually dog you, that's on you, my friend. It is your, responsible, your responsibility to let it go. Because if you don't, the other person has dominion over you, and that's on you. Good luck and God bless. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Now I've got a favor to ask you. And I know everybody asks for the same favor, but it's really, really important. If you can help, do your little bit by going to Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating and a comment, 
that would be awesome. Also, on your favorite podcast platform, whether that be Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or whatever floats your boat and blows your hair back, please click follow. And if there's an option there for rating, please do so. And this is why. Every time you click like, leave a rating, leave a comment, what happens is that it makes it easier for other people to find this podcast. The help that you can't find doesn't help at all. So help other people find this so that they can help themselves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, share, share like the sugar bear because sharing is caring.